0: Hello, welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. I am especially excited today to have you in on this conversation that I'm going to have with my acupuncturist, which if you follow me on Instagram at Corinne Angelica, you already know that I'm obsessed with acupuncture and my acupuncturist because every time I go, I post about it. He's <laughs> so amazing. We've been working together for, I don't know, maybe three plus years now. Um, He was, an in- was and is an instrumental part of my journey with getting my period back, balancing my hormones, like the whole nine. So I really wanted to bring a conversation to you about what actually is acupuncture? How does it help our body? How does it help our hormones? All the things. And who better than my acupuncturist? His name is Ryan. He is a New York state licensed acupuncturist and massage therapist, and just an overall cool guy. So <laughs> 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 uh, Ryan, welcome to the show.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Karen. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> really so,
0: ex- so excited. Um Okay. So give us a little background of who you are, like, you know, how'd you get into acupuncture and just a little background so we can give the listener a little context.
1: Okay. um, So uh, a little background on myself. Uh, I was raised kind of uh, like um, with uh, Eastern philosophy. So I'm kind of mixed Eastern and Western philosophy and beliefs. And so uh, acupuncture was kind of a a calling for me that I didn't really know about but I was always wanted to be a healer or a doctor or something you know but I wasn't into mm-hmm. traditional medicine. So I followed uh, you know my dreams came here from, from Michigan to New York and uh, you know pursued acupuncture and pretty much what it is uh, it's an integrative medicine in the states so you learn pretty much what you know like a primary care physician would learn plus TCM which is traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture. So pretty much we kind of treat the body as a whole so it's like a holistic practice you know there's a four pillars in how we kind of like diagnose uh, we look through the tongue which tells us what goes on internally and then the pulse which tells us what goes on in the channel so the acupuncture basically the basis of it is that you have this vital life force called chi in your body and we can manipulate it by using the needles which are just tools or an extension of the practitioner and intention is huge in how you practice so pretty much um by those two things, you can figure out what imbalances your body has, and then you can adjust it through, you know, treating the channels, the meridians. Um, So pretty much the, your body has the ability to heal itself. It's just, we use the tools to kind of balance it out. So it looks, it kind of thrives to be balanced to reach homeostasis.
0: I love that. I always say that too, like your body is designed to heal. And that, and that's so true. And it's just another modality to to do that. And I love that. So um, yeah, so let's talk about that for a second. So, when first of all, with acupuncture, before I get into that, um, does you know people will always say, like, oh my god, I'm scared to go to acupuncture because the needles will hurt and all this stuff? Yeah. And I promise you, they do not. If you have yeah. a practitioner who knows what they're doing, and it never hurts sometimes you'll maybe get like a little shock and ryan will always be like you okay, might get a shock on this one and sometimes <laughs> most of the times i don't sometimes i'm like well i feel a little, little bit but huh. once he leaves i have no i like once he puts them in i have no idea they're even in there couldn't even tell you where they are on my body like have no idea so just wanted to point that out because a lot of people will say that
1: yeah it's a total misconception of the needles you know you think they're like getting a shot or something like that but they're yeah. so thin you know like yeah there's so tiny piece of the follicle of your hair you know
0: yeah and oh wow is it that
1: tube. thin oh yeah yeah wow. and the, the guide tube helps the plastic guide tube helps insert the needle so thin and so smoothly so mm. that's a Japanese style that I practice so it's a little more subtle than the Chinese kind of they freehand the needles, so it's can be a little more painful
0: oh okay so you do yeah. Japanese style you said
1: yeah what's great about acupuncture mm-hmm. is um it's a creative medicine so you mm. can get creative with it and and kind of it's all about intention. So there's so many different ways to practice it. It's just finding your unique style.
0: Okay. Got uh, it. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So so every time I come in, you check my tongue, you check my pulse, and then you know, we do the needles and the session. So what are um all right? Let me start with the tongue, uh specifically, because this I'm super interested in about so selfishly I'm gonna answer this. So I know you check. For because every time I go there, I'm like, "Why are you doing this? Oh, what does this mean? What's happening now?" Like I always ask 700 questions. But well, I know you look for color on the tongue, and like if it's yeah. shaking, right? How which which mine be? happens. Yeah. So so yeah. what is this something that like we could look in the mirror and be like, "Oh, like I I could see a color or a shakiness and kind of know what that means."
1: Yeah. So um. So the tongue like. It's really important. So if you see an acupuncturist, you want to be able to have them check your tongue and look at your pulse, or else they're not treating your body as for the root, they're treating symptomatic, you know, problems. Um, So some examples um, for, like, women's health and stuff like that that we look for. Mm -hmm. So, like, with the quivering, that usually indicates a chi deficiency. Um, But we look for, like, shape and colors as well. So, like, a red tip could usually indicate, like, a heart. Cheese stagnation, which can be caused by stress. Mm. Um, and the heart is really plays a really important role in the menstrual cycle, too. Um, and then, let's see, a pale tongue can kind of indicate like kidney deficiency. Um, another thing we look for is kind of like swollen tongue with little scallops on the side. They're like tooth marks. And that can indicate a spleen sheet deficiency, which isn't really important to like producing blood and making blood. So these are some Mm. things we look at and then, you know, we correlate with the pulse and then we can find out what is really going on.
0: Okay. So based off of this, I know I, I'm assuming I have the qi deficiency and the spleen deficiency usually
1: deficiency, but you also have a, a little kidney yon deficiency sometimes, so okay. Prone to cold in the uterus. Remember oh like, right, you know, raw foods and stuff like that a lot.
0: Yes, you know, kind
1: of that, that diet and then to warm the uterus because the uterus likes to be warm because it's yes. blood stagnation. Okay, a common disorder which causes like infertility and sometimes PCOS, but mainly.
0: Mm. Okay. Yeah. So Ryan's been with me for a while. I started going to him when I didn't have my period, which if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I didn't have it for two years. And one of the things that Ryan does other than just, you know, the acupuncture portion is, you know, he'll ask so many questions that will help him figure out what's going on. Like I was eating a lot of raw foods. I was newly vegan and I was eating a lot of raw foods. And uh, Ryan was the one that was like, well, you know, you have that, what what did you say? was kidney deficiency.
1: kidney yang
0: deficiency and he's like you know you gotta eat more warm foods explain the whole thing so when you are saying like chi deficiency or heart stagnation kidney deficiency spleen Mm -hmm. do you mean the actual organ or do you mean the channel um or something like just I mean, yeah. I know this is very complicated. So, like the well, most yeah, basic way <laughs> you
1: can. It's That's like, a common question though, because like I'd be like, oh, you know, you have a kidney chi deficiency, and be like, oh, my kidneys are. What's wrong with my kidneys? <laughs> yeah. yeah, nothing's wrong with the kidneys. It's the, the <laughs> energetics of it, um, and the channels, you know, um. But they tell us, yeah, they tell us a lot. So, um, yeah, it's not, it's not the actual organs. It's just the energy, the energy of the of the organ, the actual. So.
0: Okay. So it's not like there's anything wrong with your organs. It's just the channels that you're, that you now know what to pinpoint in your practice, in your session that you do.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. Okay, cool. Um, Are there certain things we could do other than like acupuncture wise, um, maybe like, food was, if you don't know the answer to this, that's totally fine. Um, but like you said, for the kidney young deficiency, like I had to eat more warm foods. Um, and yeah. like, that was like a pale tongue. So like, if you have that red tip or something like heart stagnation, you know, that that means like, you're usually stressed you said
1: yeah, for that. Yeah. So
0: like everyone go check your tongue. If you have red tip, like work on your stress levels, like the quivering, I know mine quivers most of the time, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, so like uh, adequate sleep, um, good nutrition, you know, physical activity um is good for chi deficiency that keeps your chi strong. Um, you know, for kidney yon deficiency for the cold, um, usually you wanna hey yeah, I have warm foods, cooked foods, you know, um foods that tonify the kidney, like kidney beans, black beans. Um also you want to um kind of like don't go in a cold pool swimming when you have your psycho and you're menstruating, um, you know, make sure to you keep your ankles covered because the channels that down there run right to the uterus so they can block stagnate. They could cause like a cold blockage.
0: Okay. I wanted to ask you that. I'm so glad you brought it up because I forgot because I talk about that on my stories. Cause I, you told me that one day I went there and you were like, make sure you cover your ankles because and you, and I was like, Oh my God. And I forgot why. So wait, can you say that again? This is right, so it's important yeah, to cover your ankles in cold cold. cold weather.
1: Yes. Um, Because there's three channels that are primarily really important for like um, this fertility and this general health for your uterus. So they they start down by the ankles and the feet and they come all the way up and they go right through the uterus. Some just actually go right to there. So if the cold is there a lot, it could block stagnate, it could stagnate chi and it can cause imbalances in those channels, which can cause imbalances in your reproductive area or the lower jaw.
0: Okay. Okay. So it'll help your fertility and everything like, you know, to cover your ankles in cold weather.
1: Yes, totally. Just, it's just important to do that. Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay. Yeah. And um, we talked about it a lot, but just how can you explain um, like what chi is? Cause we're saying it a lot. Like, what does chi mean?
1: Chi uh, is, it's tough. It's a difficult thing. So it's not really like, um, it's kind of like a vital life force that runs kind of like, your circulatory system or your fascial system myofascial okay okay it's like a webbing of connective energy that flows through your body Ooh, um, i love that quality of or anything like that it's, it's it's not really there's been some research that has shown it actually that it flows kind of like because chi and blood are so they're like paired like there cannot be one without the other just like yan and yin hmm. and So chi moves blood blood moves chi so it kind of an aspect that kind of is like is like kind of like blood but it's not it's just a part of your essence kind of like your jing like you're born with this chi and um it's just kind of like a internal energy you know like we have we're all made of energy yeah um it runs through these highways called meridians and there's 12 main meridians and then there's there's uh extraordinary um, meridians or vessels that are really important for fertility and for women's health
0: Ooh, okay. So yeah, let's let's dive into that with the women's health. So, how does acupuncture? I mean, you kind of touched on it, but how does acupuncture really help balance our hormones? Like, if someone is really struggling with fertility, for example, like I know you work with a lot of women with women's health of people who are trying to get pregnant, people who are going through IVF, people who aren't going through IVF, like, you know, all of it. So can we talk about how it helps boost fertility and the safety of it while you are pregnant or getting pregnant?
1: Sure, of course. Um, all right, so the, the main basis of treating women's health is based off of four systems or, um, you know, like in your cycle. So in Western science, you know, you have your menstrual cycle, right? And then you have what the follicular phase, right? Yes. And then you have the ovulation, then luteal phase. Mm-hmm. So in acupuncture, it's kind of it's, the term differently. It's called menstrual menstrual phase, post phase, luteal phase, and then pre menstrual phase. So you base off your treatment plan based off that. So basically, let's say someone has infertility. And or maybe like let's use you as an example, like you yeah. didn't you had interview. you had no period, mm-hmm. so basically, we could figure out through your pulsing your tongue the pattern that of the imbalance you have in your body, and then we start just with the cycles, so in the first phase, then the menstrual phase, yang is very pro like it's very strong of yang, and yin is starting to be deficient, yin is related to blood and fluids in the body. So you have your cycle, your menstrual phase, you're losing blood, right? Mm-hmm. So you're losing a lot of yin. So you have to nourish the yin, so the yang doesn't deplete so much. Mm. So you go off these phases. So then the next phase, the pre-post period phase, excuse me, is <laughs> um, so that that time in your cycle, you're relieving, the, you're releasing a lot of estrogen. So estrogen relates to a lot of yin, and then it relates to some of these reservoirs. Um, the directing vessel, which is the renmi, which starts from the perineum and runs up the mid part of the body and circulates to the front right back.
0: And this, you're talking about the follicular phase, like the one, the way that we talk about it?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, phase yes. Release a lot of estrogen. So, Yeah. you know, and so, you, you know, you look for signs and symptoms uh, based on, you know, those hormones, you know, cause they have mm-hmm. signs and symptoms too. And if they're not showing any of those and we can kind of understand, hey, maybe they have a deficiency in estrogen mm-hmm. and maybe uh, excess in progesterone. So then we'll mm-hmm. go through the cycle. It takes a while. You know, I have to go through the month to figure out what imbalances they have hormonally, and then mm-hmm. we go through these phases to try to fix them. And then the third phase is, in Chinese medicine, it's the luteal phase. And in there, we deal with a lot of the reservoirs. So we're digging up the chong Mai, which is really full of blood, and then the Ren Mai, which is full of yin, and then the directing vessel and uh, which is full of young. And then sometimes they'll go into what's um it's kind of like the belt, it's called the girdle vessel. And basically it kind of balances both the top and the lower part of the body. So mm. if sometimes you'll get stagnation in that belt, and then you know, there's just blocks everything, all the channels that would relate to that. So we'll nourish those. And then in the last phase, we're dealing with the progesterone. So we're trying to figure out if they're deficient or excess in that, and then we treat based on that too. So usually with that, we, we're tonifying blood really strongly and yang to kind mm. of boost the yang chi and then nourish the blood.
0: Okay. I hope you're enjoying this conversation about acupuncture as much as I am. I know it could be a little confusing, a little out there. If you're not used to this type of Eastern medicine, it could be hard to explain and understand, but I hope you stick through it, stick through this episode with us and really give acupuncture a try because it is so supportive. It's such an amazing supplemental therapy for whatever you're going through. So stick with us to the end, but I just wanted to pop in here quick and let you know, depending on when you're listening to this, if you are listening, to this on Tuesday when the show drops, then I am hosting a free two-day masterclass, The Simple Hormone Solution, tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, teaching you all about what are the most important first steps you could take in your hormonal journey. How can you actually use nutrition to support your hormones and your overall health? And how can you finally stay consistent with the changes that you're making? We're going to be diving into cycle phases, getting down to the root cause, like, All this juicy, amazing information and it's being hosted in a Facebook group so if you can't make any of the times live, I'm going to be just going live in the Facebook group and doing the training so you could go back and watch it whenever you get a chance. Even if you're listening to this on Wednesday, you could still hop in because it's a two-day masterclass. So Tuesday, April 27th and Wednesday, April 28th. Again, the times don't really matter because they are going to be in a Facebook group so you could always catch them whenever but if you are interested... I put the link below, you could just request to join, and you will be approved, you'll be granted access right before the first training at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today, April 27th. But I just wanted to let you know in case you w- didn't know about it yet, and you wanted to come and get some juicy information, it's totally free, it's an amazing opportunity to learn a ton of stuff. So, um, The link is below, and also if you have any questions you know you can always slide into my DMs at Corinne Angelica and ask me whatever you want about it, but that's, uh, that's it for now, let's get get back to our conversation with Ryan Metis about acupuncture. So yeah, anybody who does not have a period, I always recommend going to acupuncture because I mean, it 100% helped me get my period back. There's only so much that nutrition and movement and supplementation will do. Yes, that's like super important and it is a obviously core part of my philosophy, but that's only takes you so far. And I needed something else to like another supplemental therapy to really help move my practice along, like my, uh, my practice, my body along my problems along. So I know, um, you know, in the, in the beginning, I literally guys, sometimes I would leave and get my period. Like after I left his sessions, like it's wild. You actually, cause I know this is like a, a little far off topic. If you're not very familiar, like the listener, isn't really familiar with Eastern medicine and all that stuff, but you like could feel your energy moving in your body sometimes when you're laying there and you have the needles on you, or you feel like it, like movement going on in your stomach. Like it's, it's crazy. It's just, it's so amazing. I'm obsessed with it. Um, so, okay. So that's how it helps with fertility and hormone stuff. And obviously it depends on everyone's specific imbalance, which is what else I love about acupuncture and doing a therapy like this is if it's a good practitioner, then they will treat exactly the problem that's going on in your body because everybody is different. Everyone has a different imbalance and you know, there's only so much you could do on your own without having that supplemental therapy to really like tailor what you actually need and what imbalances you have in your body.
1: Totally. Yeah. It's very um, individualized medicine. And like we were saying before, it's very holistic. Like there's so much you look at in the person's personality, their lifestyle, their diet, they're poo they're you know like there's yeah everything you know it's um very detailed so there's a lot of like it's all about pattern diagnosis figuring out the pattern and then going from there
0: yeah so so speaking on pattern I know you you tell me a lot that I have a similar pattern like it usually most of the time you're like okay it's your usual like imbalance
1: mm-hmm. is
0: that normally how it is do people normally default to a certain imbalance or do you find that some people oh it's always something different
1: um yeah it's kind of yeah everyone has like a body type and like um what we call a constitution what they're born with oh yeah so, yeah so certain people might be um, more of a spleen type body or more like a liver type body Is a spleen type body would be more like someone that's a little more obese and tends to have more um, phlegm and stagnation so someone that would have like pcos okay the body would be someone that's like really skinny like a type personality mm-hmm. um, and is more to like prone to headaches and like migraines and uh, like frustration and anger mm. so yeah it's definitely um you're tailored to a certain type of person yeah the type of person they are
0: okay so, so it's so, generally you know, the same imbalance
1: most of the when time you see them all changes all the time every day Right, Like situations and, you know, food and, um, but the tongue is what really tells you what goes on internally. So the tongue doesn't change right away. That takes time. But okay. if you can see that change because you check it every few weeks or whatnot, then you can really know that things are changing. Um, mm. But there are patterns, like I always look on your pulse to see that, you know, the kidneys are staying strong, the, spoon mm. is staying strong, the liver is soothed and it's not too wiry. Um, so yeah, it, it tends to go to a certain way for certain people, basically based on their body type. And you
0: know, okay. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's, diff- there's a couple different pulses you check, right? There's like, it's more than the one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there's, uh, yeah, like in Western science, you like pay attention to depth rhythm and like, you know, stuff like that. But there's positions that relate to certain channels and pair channels. And then also, um, certain jaws, there's the upper jaw, middle jaw and lower jaw and women. What health- is that? Uh, jaw is it called just j-i-a-o so it's like levels of the body oh okay the upper jaw is like from like your clavicle down to your um kind of xiphoid process and then from the xiphoid process to like your um under the belly button is like the middle jaw and then the belly button down kind of to your knees kind of a little lower to the lower abdomen is called your lower jaw
0: okay
1: yeah they're just like sections of the body Uh, but the lower jaw houses the uterus. So it's really important to keep that balanced. So, but yeah, so the, so yeah, the the pulse kind of relates, you can figure out what's going on through those positions based on those jaws as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, I could tell too, like What'd you say?
1: It's kind of confusing, I know.
0: Yeah, no, 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 no. It's I mean, this is like years and years and years of schooling in a totally different language. So you're explaining it very well. Um I know when you'll you'll check like my pulse. Sometimes you'll be like, oh, it feels stronger today, or oh, it's different. And I can always tell, like, I'll know. I'll be like, oh, you know, my sleep hasn't been good or whatever, or I'll be like, oh, I've been really good with this. And and I'll, I could tell that. It just helps you let you know that like what you're, if you are trying to change your lifestyle, if things do start improving, like with your pulse and all these things, you start knowing like, oh, okay, this is what's working for me because my pulse is getting better or whatever. Or if it's not, you're like, okay, I know I need to you know, sleep more for me. It's always sleep, Um, sleep more or stress, sleep and stress. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan's always yeah. like, have you been really stressed? Like have your emotions been like, what's going on? I'm like, well, I cried yesterday for no reason. So
1: it's going really well. <laughs> <laughs> you those, man, you know? yeah.
0: It happens sometimes.
1: Yeah. the actually um, tells you, you can like, just from reading the person's balls, you can know everything about them pretty much. So crazy you so much because it relates to the channels and, Every organ does certain things like like the liver, which stores blood, spleen mm-hmm. and stomach, make, make blood. Now uh, The kidneys are really important. They make the menstrual cycle work. Just can, you can't have a period without kidneys, you know it's the kidneys.: right. Right? And well, this is
0: you're speaking of the actual organ now, not the channel.
1: Uh, yeah, the organs, yeah. yeah okay, and, okay. Yeah, they're really cool stuff. Um, You know, if you if you don't check the pulse and stuff, like you're not going to be able to do an a optimal treatment, you know. You're just treating mm-hmm. it blindly. Um, and A lot of people do that for pain management because I treat the symptoms, but still that's not, you know, the, the optimal way to do it.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, so let's – oh, sorry, go
1: ahead. Well, listen, I was just saying, yeah, the pulse is very strong, like to figure out a person's pretty much anything about them really. It means – Cause like, you know, like I was saying earlier, the spleen, like it controls the blood, but also controls muscles. And um, if someone overthinks, the spleen can be damaged as well. Oh, um,
0: my spleen must be hurting, Ryan. Yeah, so
1: like, you know, like I, feel, <laughs> I feel like it's done. I'm like, oh, so have you been overthinking a lot lately? You know, like, Always. Yeah. You know, so, you know, <laughs> get these hints, you know, on ideas and kind of ways to figure stuff out.
0: Yes. Oh my God. Wait, that's so crazy. Okay. Wait, you said a swollen tongue has and like the scallops that means a spleen deficiency
1: G deficiency yeah G deficiency, so, and
0: that could change like can it change in not instantly but can it change over the course of a couple of days of overthinking or is it more of like weeks and months
1: no yeah the tone doesn't change that fast yeah it, it takes okay. a while yeah so maybe about a month or a couple of weeks depending on what you're doing yeah okay but it's cool because you you can notice subtle differences if if you change like that, so like if I have someone that comes in for a spleen tree deficiency, I'd be like, you know, maybe try meditation, mm-hmm. try some like breathing exercises. You know, maybe eat more warm foods, more orange foods, carrots, like butternut squash, mm. and potatoes and stuff. That's really going to harmonize the earth element because everything comes from the earth, and that's what so
0: root like. vegetables to like ground you.
1: Yeah, totally. And then if they do that consistently over a couple of weeks, then we might see a change, and then they might see a change in their mental capacity of you know, stopping from overthinking and maybe yeah. you know, maybe analyzing little things better you know or less
0: okay two more questions for you um the first is what should someone look for in a practitioner if they're looking for an acupuncturist so like you were saying you know making sure they're checking your pulse or whatever so if someone just like goes to acupuncture and they just kind of throw them on the table and do it. Like maybe they, you know, just like a couple of things you could look for. Obviously we're going to tell people where, where they could contact you if they do live locally. Um, okay. But for anybody else, just a couple things that maybe you could recommend for someone to look for if they are looking for an acupuncturist.
1: Okay. Yeah, no problem. So I would look for someone that uh, is compassionate, of course, um, listens well because, you know, you, the person that's coming in knows their body pretty well. Well, if they're coming to someone that's not a Western doctor, you know, they're kind of like trying something new, they're holistic. So they probably research a little bit about things and like, you know, they probably understand their body a little bit, mm-hmm. but um, you know, someone that, you know, listens. Um, but yeah. So basically you have to get your pulse and your tongue checked before, but the paperwork is important. There's assessment too of the body um so they're gonna ask you a lot of questions weird questions like about your digestion you know about your skin about you know your all your systems that you need to give so someone that's very thorough checks pulse looks at the tongue and you know is compassionate and like you know isn't so i like someone that has bedside manners, you know a little bit more
0: yes like, yeah oh my like, god you have the best bedside manner
1: thank you well, yeah because i care you know my you know, intention is really important too like um Kind of, you'll, you'll feel the person's intention once you meet them, you know. But yes, I've known some acupuncturists to be like, you know, you, you're fat, you're like, you really just need to lose
0: weight. <gasps> oh my
1: you know? god, yeah, tell someone that like when they're, selfish, <sighs> they're already down and stuff. I mean, that doesn't really help, you know,
0: right? Oh my um, god, that's, that's awful
1: how they had this, That's the way, but yeah, I would look for someone that. Is very thorough and because it's really detailed, so it's a lot of things to look at, especially in the first time. So someone that takes a long time with you in the beginning always, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, kind of keeps up on their notes, you know. And I mean, there's no way yeah. for all that, but you know, you can tell someone just winging it, you know, because they're too busy. You're just coming in and just throwing you on the table, trying to get get you out of there. But right, you know, someone that checks the pulse, looks at the tongue, and is very thorough and compassionate is that's a good practitioner there for sure.
0: I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking back when you said, you know, the first time you meet someone obviously I knew right away that I was going to like you, but I remember you, I filled out like a packet of information, like a ton of information. And then we went over so much stuff. (laughs)
1: Like you're going to have to fill out a lot of stuff, but yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I do the same same thing to my clients. So (laughs) I totally get it. But, um, (laughs) And like, you are so thorough and you always remember, I'll be like, oh, I can't remember. I think last time I was here, I was on whatever day of my cycle. You're like, oh yeah, you were um, on day like seven. You're like, no, exactly. Like what's going on? Like so thorough. So yeah, definitely look for that, especially with acupuncture. It's something where in the beginning, obviously, depending on what your imbalance is, like I was going twice a week in the very beginning when I didn't have a period. I remember you were like, if you can like come twice a week. So I was going a lot. So you get to really know your practitioner and you don't want to be spending time, you know, weekly with someone who you feel like is, doesn't have a good bedside manner and isn't really supporting you.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And acupuncture is, it's a preventative medicine too. So it's important Mm. to, um, a lot in the beginning and then Mm -hmm. you kind of lean off after you get balanced or you start to feel results but it's it's hard to keep up like you know working on it internally if you only come once a month right or especially for internal medicine like um, women's health stuff if for pain management it's a different story you know especially if it's acute injury or something like that but for internal medicine it's important to come weekly for sure
0: Okay, cool. So, and then that leads into the second question is, of course, acupuncture isn't just for balancing your hormones and helping your stress levels. That's a huge part of it. That's amazing. But what else can it help if, you know, like you talked about pain management, but what are some other situations someone could be in that they might not know acupuncture can help with if they're looking for alternative ways to treat things instead of just the traditional
1: Western medicine route? Okay. um, You know, I've... I'm amazed every day by acupuncture. Um, <laughs> I I really am. It's great. Um, it, I have never, I've treated anything. I, anyone that's come in with something I've been able to treat with acupuncture. Wow. Um, like I, I really enjoy internal medicine. So that I kind of, um, um, you know, could be like anxiety, Um, mm. any kind of uh, hormonal stuff, you know, it could be infertility, any kind of women's health issues. Um, also, um, like autoimmune disorders, um, mm. like mass, um, lupus, like all these crazy things, you know, um, wow. cancer. I mean, there's so many things you can treat, um, lymphedema. Um, I've treated so many different things in it and to see that it really works is, it's amazing. It blows my mind. It's like, wow, it's pretty cool. How your body can do, you know, you it's cool, so,
0: cool. I love that. I really love cool. that.
1: So yeah, anything really. Um, I've treated so many different things, but um, a lot of the times, uh, a lot of people come for pain management because they know that it helps with the pain. Mm. Um, but I enjoy internal medicine. It's more like complex and uh, yeah. Like I like to, I like to challenge. So
0: yeah, I was your yeah. first guinea pig with the no period situation, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this could be fun.
0: Yeah, I remember you're like, all right, this is gonna be a good one. Like, all right, let's do it.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I enjoy this. Yeah, you know, and then you know, just like helping Kayla, you know, like with everything was just, and she's inspiration for everything for me. So it's really helped me, just like kind of, you know, really indulge in women's health. You know, I'm very compassionate about it, really passionate about it too.
0: He really is so amazing with women's health. I love it. So supportive. Um, so for anxiety, how does that help with anxiety? I guess because it just with the channels and stuff that's so cool um, i didn't know that it can help with that are there specific yeah. points where you would have to say like i need help with anxiety or you would just know based off their pulse and stuff
1: oh uh, basically yeah you always gotta check the pulse look at the tongue again um because then i know what channels need to be balanced um there are certain channels, channels that deal with anxiety like um, heart and spleen liver and kidney um mm-hmm. but everyone's different so i have to mm. figure out what is in excess and what is in deficiency. And then I use certain points because they have functions like calming the mind or tonifying heart chi and stuff like that. Because wow. a lot of the patterns, the heart is, the heart deals a lot with the mental aspects. So uh, it's really affected by stress. So if you have a very, very stressful environment or trauma and stuff like that, it can really make you kind of depressed or having anxiety. Um, mm. so yeah. It's, it's, it's very different for everyone, but how it works is, it just helps manage it better it doesn't take it away because I can't take away your external stressors in your life right right Um, but I can help you deal with it better by managing your stress and you know maybe give you some lifestyle choices but the acupuncture it literally releases certain hormones um, Mm. that calm the mind and like you know that help the adrenals and things like that and really just kind of kind of just it just changes you biochemically it's crazy like
0: it really does you know. and you feel so good after i always feel so good after yeah. always it's like it's just so amazing it's so amazing
1: and it kind of affects your central nervous system so it puts you in a parasympathetic state so a state of relaxation
0: mm. it,
1: a lot of really good hormones that just make you feel good yeah like, so you know by by doing that a lot then your body gets used to feeling good so It's amazing.
0: It's just so cool that there's so many options for people because all the stuff that we're talking about, like anxiety, infertility, no periods, pain management, most people will go to the doctor and the doctor will give them medication for all of these things. And, you know, there's a time and a place for medication. I'm not saying that, you know, everyone should get off their medication or whatever. Like there's a time and a place for that, of course, but it's, there are so many other modalities that we could, Like, do first that's going to just actually help heal what's happening and the imbalances inside your body instead of just masking it with a medication or getting addicted to painkillers or, you know, anything like this that could be helped and healed and managed with a non invasive, non like, there's no. Negative side effects to getting acupuncture, so I would just encourage everybody to try it out. And if this is like totally far out for you, and you're like, "What is this concept?" <laughs> really, just try it. Like, there's actually a lot of insurance companies now cover acupuncture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you don't know, ask your insurance company. Um, you know, see what what can what you could do. You know, research people around you, but it's such a great supplemental therapy that we could use and really just help support our overall well-being in such a non-invasive way that's going to just like help your overall health. Totally. I love it. I love it. I'm obsessed. <laughs> so good. Um okay, so Ryan, is there anything else you want to add? Obviously, please tell everybody where they could find you, um, you know, where they could work with you.
1: Um all right, so I'm, I'm located on Long Island, New York. Uh, I have three offices, one in Riverhead, one in West Hampton Beach, and one in Mastic. Uh, my business is called East Island Acupuncture. My name is Ryan Um uh, <laughs> and my wife, Kayla Medis, is going to be start working um, for East Island Acupuncture, too, and she's going to specialize in women's health as well with me. Oh, my God. Yeah, Yay. Yeah.
0: That's so amazing.
1: Uh, yeah. So, yeah, come find us. We our website is eastislandacupuncture.com. Um, if any questions you can email us, um, and then I have a link to my, to my phone number if you need to book appointments and stuff like that.
0: Okay, um, great. Yeah. I will link all this in the show notes. So if you're driving or walking or emptying the dishwasher, whatever you're doing right now, or you're listening, I will put, um, Ryan's website and his email in there. I highly encourage anybody who does live locally to, Contact Ryan if you need to, you know, like improve anything in your life. He's probably going to be like, I'm already so busy. Karim, please stop telling people. But
1: no, <laughs> I, I love helping people. Like, yeah, bring He's on. like so booked
0: Come out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, I have to book a month in advance with you now, yeah. um, which is amazing. I'm so happy for you. I love it. So, it. Yeah. Ryan and I actually met when I was a teacher and Ryan was working for a different company. And then he went out on his own and started running his own business. And then eventually I did the same. And now we're connecting here, which is so like, so crazy.
1: know it's great. It's wild.
0: Um, okay, Ryan, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you taking the time after a busy work day um, to hang out oh. and chat with us.
1: Yeah, I hope I, hope I, uh, I hope people can understand what I am saying. <laughs> Concept, but.
0: <laughs> no, it was awesome. I love it. I love it. So good. Well, I will talk to you soon and everyone listening. Thank you for listening. I always appreciate you being here um, and just opening your mind and having, you know, just allowing yourself to be open to different perspectives and really just improving every aspect of your health with all these cool modalities. So thank you for tuning in and I will talk to you soon.